everyone, welcome to episode 233 of Labs Gamer Radio. I'm your host, Mark Hamer. And joining me tonight is Mr. Mark Chazzy Ray. How are you doing, fella? All good, mate. All good. It's been a while. It has been a while. Oh, it's been a, yeah. been a month. Nearly a month. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm just itching to talk to an adult about video games. I'm not going to lie. Are you going to be talking to children about video games? Yeah, it's my son, which we'll okay. go into later. Do you not work with none of your work colleagues and none of them gamers at all? Um, I've got two guys who have dragged me into playing um, the latest modern, the DMZ on the latest modern warfare. Ah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. yeah. Yeah, we still need to play that together. Yes, mate. But yeah, no, they've been dragging me into that and trying to teach me the ropes and uh, that, that still baffles me, that game mode. I can't get my head around it. But it's good fun. It's an extraction shooter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like... So, so from, well, the way I understood it is it's kind of like um, <clears throat> um, it's sort of de- the dark zone. Yeah, dark zone in the division, but right? First person in the division. But there's like all these like mad missions that you can go on, and like there'll be things like find an Xbox, find a grenade, find mm-hmm. four bits of plate armor, find an antenna, find this, and then you can combine them all and then make. An LMG, or do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's just got these like mad, mad uh, things that you can do in a level plus. On top of that, you've got all the kind of, so you've got that kind of meta crafting layer. You've got the mm-hmm. layer of actually going through and doing the missions and extracting weapons that you can use that basically can be, if, every time you die, they just disappear. And then you can get weapons that then, like, sort of, it's like a roguelike, so you can keep you can keep certain weapons if you pay the insurance on it and yeah so it's just yeah it's just got all these like that's like layer upon layer upon layer and it's really interesting but i'm just rubbish at it because mm-hmm. it's called duty and i'm not a 14 year old and i'm playing on the pc no, sorry anymore we haven't got the um we haven't got the uh the reaction speeds anymore that's it mate that's, um, that's my excuse I, I played a little bit of warzone on the last modern warfare uh, on uh, PS4, hmm. I had some, a bunch of friends who were playing it on console, um, and they would drag me into Warzone. Uh, it, it was regular Warzone, yeah, which is fine. It's, it's not right. my favorite like battle royale game. That's still probably, um, uh, shit. The game show one. Oh. Four guys. Four guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, four guys, uh, and, I, and I still have um, a little bit of um, Apex Legends, but I never really clicked with Warzone. But DMZ's got me kind of interested because I, I hear just like crazy shit about it. Like Jeff Gersman has talked about it a few times yeah. about some of the like insane stuff that's happened uh, during games that he's played and that. And um, I don't know, it sounds interesting. Like you're, you're shooting like AI guys, right? As well yeah, as yeah, there's players. bots. It's kind of bit bit like the original Titanfall. That's the best way I can describe it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that yeah, it's, it's mad because yeah. they all sort of turn on you. You suddenly call in the helicopter, and then they all suddenly know where you are. PVEVP. That's it. That's so, it. So. Yeah. But yeah, it's good fun. We'd, yeah. we'd definitely have to play it. Good, definitely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. What else have you been up to then? You enjoying the cricket? Oh yeah, I've been loving the cricket. Yeah, I've been like mm-hmm. the, sort of the ashes, and then obviously the hundreds only just kicked off. So I'm um, a big fan of the hundred. So got my tickets. Yeah, I'm. For, I'm enjoying that way more than. The ashes, like it, like the ashes, is fun when like something like momentous happens. <laughs> yeah, but that's not very often. Yeah, you got to um, slog through five days of it to get to exactly. The so bits. I just, I just tended to like we watched the very end of the last game, 
Uh, and apart from that, I just kind of just tuned in for highlights and, and it. like, it, maybe I just haven't got the attention span or I just don't have the time to sit and watch an entire test. But like this test cricket it. balls the shit out of me. Um, 2020 is a lot better, but still not perfect. The, the hundred and yeah, like T, and T10 cricket um, is way more. I just love the fact that like, sort of thing. with the hundreds, you're, you're guaranteed by the end of, you know, the last 15 balls, it suddenly gets really exciting because nine times out of 10, the, the run rate is so low that, you know, they're going to be within a certain amount and they've just got to start whacking it. Yeah. Like it's all hit and run like at school. And it Every just game gets, is pretty tight. Yeah, and it all, like they're all yeah. within about ten runs. Yeah. So it's yeah. So it's just um yeah. It's just it's non-stop action, which I'm loving. Mm. So um yeah, like I said, absolutely thoroughly enjoyed it last year, and then bought tickets for four of us to go this year. So we're going to be at Lords oh, next you're, week. When you're f- yeah, Lords 12, on, yeah, oh, Lords. Week, so it'll yeah. be um I think it's London Spirit versus the Trent Rockets. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So, Trent Rockets are like the team. They're the team that have won it, I think, the last couple of couple of seasons. So, yeah. So, you're, are you back in the London spirit then? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. With Tyrrells. As you know it, as Tyrrells versus Skips. Yes. Yeah, that's how that's I know it. Tonight, what is it tonight? Crisp. It's Pom Bears versus uh, Hula Hoops tonight, <laughs> uh, which is a tough one because, like, I'm yeah. sure, like, like, Hula Hoops. Traditional. Hula Hoops kind of. They're traditional, but they're kind of boring. Yeah. Um. I can't. It's been such a long time. I can't remember if Palm Bears are actually good, or whether I just liked them a long time <laughs> you ago. Just remember them from when you were a kid. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. This. It's a tough one to call that. And then uh, what was it last night? It was KP Nuts versus Tyrrells. See Nuts. Um, that's, that's just not fair because everyone else is crisp. It is not that's fair. Just, I know. You know. Nuts beat crisps, but yeah. but Tyrrells make some really good crisps. Yes, mate. Their sweet chili ones, mm. um, and the like the they do the like the, you know the vegetable crisps like the ones made out of carrot and beetroot and yes, parsnip and stuff like that. Yeah, and I really like those, <laughs> really like those. So I don't know, Tyrrells maybe maybe good. I can't yeah. remember who else. Like Skips, Skips are okay. Yeah, they're right. I was saying this to my wife. It's like okay. I haven't eaten Skips since I was about twelve, <clears> but <throat> and it's like I can't imagine myself eating them as an adult. Apparently they make them in loads and loads of flavors. Really? Uh, I've never seen them. I've never seen, uh, let alone tasted, uh, a skip that wasn't prawn cocktail. That's it. They can the only be they called prawn cocktail. It's not like Monster yeah, yeah. Munch. Monster Munch can be anything, but but skips must be prawn cocktail. That's it. Yeah, and I was enjoying the London Spirit game last night. That's good. Um, Many because like, um, <clears throat> okay, there's a guy who plays baseball for the New York Mets right. called. Daniel Vogelback or Danny Vogelback. Um, I think it's his, his name's Vogelback because everyone just seems to call him Danny Burgers. Because um, he's a he's a big lad. Is he a big lad? Okay. He's a he's a substantial party. Mm. He's a, a husky <laughs> gentleman, if you will. Um, <clears throat> and he's a designated hitter, which means that he hits in place of the pitcher, so he doesn't do any defensive work. Boy. He's just he just goes out there and slugs to so just muddle um, the ball into <clears throat> submission. He's not that good at it. Right. He he doesn't he doesn't hit very often. Like his hit rate's pretty pretty low. Um but when he does hit a home run, there's like a running joke that the coach has like promised him like all you can eat Shake Shack or something like that. Which is why he's just like absolutely battered it into the upper deck. Right. Um 
and he looks quite like i mean i'm a large guy but um he looks quite funny running around the bases Right. Um, and the London Spirit, I've got this lad, uh, Adam Rossington. Yes. He's, he's not. He's not. He's not fat. No. But he's not. Tr- you know, traditional like athlete slim. No. He's the other lad in the he's, Weatherspoons. You know. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. That's ex- yes. Definitely. That's what he looks like. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if if I just saw a picture of him and he wasn't wearing his cricket uniform and you told me he plays a sport, my guess would be darts. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, and he's a, he was he was a, like a similar sort of enter to Danny Burgess from what I was watching last night. He's like can't really run very fast, but he hits the ball really slug hard. It, lad, yeah, absolute slugger. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was quite quite yes. entertaining to watch him play. It's good fun. It is good fun. Watching. Yeah, it's the hundreds really fun. Yeah, yeah. I'd like yeah. I said. I mean, like if my wife literally is my my wife is like yes, I want to watch every single one of these games. She's so into it. She just loves like all the DJs and the fireworks going off and between balls and all sorts. Like, yeah, she loves all of it. Yeah. The atmosphere. So it yeah, does look like cool. a good, like a good, uh, good laugh. Yeah, yeah it's, no, um, I'm hoping the world's so been watching up a bit. it. She's uh, she, she's watching like the women's games and then into the the men's games as well. Yeah. Well, I see. I've got a double header on Saturday, so it's the women's game at night. I've got to be out there for like yeah. two o'clock in the morning, and then <clears> and it's a good thing it's of it. Day. It's like. Yeah, exactly. You can fit so many games into a day mm. because it's not fucking test cricket. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. No, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, should we talk about video games? Yes, mate. Uh, not. I haven't played any cricket video games at all. Uh, I haven't actually. No. Well, I, I, I did play a little bit of like the uh, Ashes cricket a while ago. <laughs> right. Picked it up for like a couple of pounds on PS4. It was fine. But like any sort of game like that, it just does not have the budget behind it, so it looks like a PS2 game. This is it. It's not like the baseball um, games where they get a bit of um, bit of money thrown <clears throat> behind them because of the Americans. Yeah. Although I've I've kind of stopped playing MLB the show because I'm I I started like my third season in the minor leagues. Right. Uh, and my character like my character stats are just unbelievable. Um, pitching machine, and I'm hitting just. Uh, just hitting meatballs for days, uh, and I just just not getting called up to the major leagues. And I was like, I I, I can't, I can't, can't do, do another season. Yeah. I can't do another season of playing minor league baseball. It's soul destroying. Um, so I stopped playing that. Uh, Fair enough. Well, we've been playing other video games. What have you been playing, Chazzy? Um, I've been to be honest. Um, <laughs> so my son has now started a video game club. So he's he's made a little sign. What he, is a video game club? Well, this is it. He's made a little sign, and he hangs it up in the front room. And he says, "Daddy, it is video game club." And you go, "Okay," and then my heart sinks because I know what I'm in for, and I have to go upstairs and get the um, the SNES mini, and we play Donkey Kong Country, uh, two player, uh, which basically involves him just throwing himself off of every conceivable platform known to man. And then having to hit the reset button, and because the SNES Mini has like a um, a really good save state function, you can have four save states. Um, <laughs> essentially, yeah. we're just yeah. just trying to creep our way through levels by jumping over a platform, reset, save mm-hmm. state, mm-hmm. go through a tricky section, reset, save state, and we've got quite far. Yeah, <laughs> we've got quite far. We're about halfway through the game at, at the moment. So uh, yeah, so we've we've been doing that, and then. Um, Playing a bit of Tropical Freeze. He got a switch for his birthday. Oh. 
Yeah, so yeah, he got. Did she get him like a regular switch or like a switch light? Switch light, because I thought it's, it's smaller, it's better for his hands. Um, he, he's going to be able to control it. Which actually, to be fair, he's um, yeah, he was able to control that, and yeah, he's, he he loves it. Um, he got Sonic, not Frontiers, Sonic Generations, and then he got um Mario Odyssey because he he loves playing that, and he's been getting right into that. So I've been helping him with that, and then um. He got like the Sega Genesis collection, so he's, okay. he's playing he's, he's mad on Sonic, so he's got Sonic One, Two, and Three, and he's got Streets of Rage and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But what he's been bang into is because um, I'd never ever given it a second thought was the um, Nintendo Online service. So right, like <laughs> I've had no need to play online games on the Switch, but he's um, he's he's got right into he basically the reason we bought him a Switch in the first place was because he kept nicking my um, a little game and watches with uh, Mario Brothers on it, and um, playing through like the the original Mario Brothers, just like playing World One One, like crushing that a thousand times a day. And then um, yeah, so we got him a Switch, and then I've just bought the online service so that he's um, he can play any of those games like Zelda, um, mm. Excite Bike he's into. Did you like, just get the regular one, not not the plus version? Yeah, not the plus version, because I was going to get the one right. with like the Nintendo sixty four and stuff, but it's just like because that's the plus stuff, right? Yeah, and he's he's not yeah. quite he's not he's not quite there at the moment. So what we're, we're no. sort of giving him a bit of a grounding in the two D stuff, and then like he's been playing Mario yeah. Maker and like sort of learning how to make levels. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that online service is incredible. The stuff that's on there is wicked. Mm-hmm. It's got like so I'm really. Big into like Tetris Attack. I love Tetris Attack on the SNES. Like if that's one of my like sort of comfort games. Which I go one's? Back to. What's which one's Tetris Attack? Tetris Attack is essentially what, what not Tetris. That <laughs> essentially, right? Yeah, okay, um, okay, that's handy. So the the playboard comes up from the bottom and it pushes its way up and it's blocks and it's all horizontal. You're still making you know, Tetris is, but they're not in Tetris shapes. It's literally just like different coloured blocks and you've got to match them up in threes or fours or fives and in cubes and squares. Um, okay. So it's, it, they've basically just taken... I think it's a game called Panel de Pom um, in Japan and then mm. they just put a Tetris skin over the top of it to sell it in the West. But yeah. they've got that, the actual original Panel de Pom on the um, the SNES side of the uh, the online service. So mm. I've just been playing that in bed for like hours and hours and hours, just like going up and up and up through the ranks and up through the levels. It's just like I get very addicted to that. But it's one of those, you know, you were saying like you have that meditative meditative state where you play Tetris Effect and you're just not there and you're just doing stuff. I'm not that yeah, Tetris yeah. attack. I so, didn't yeah. ever like dare try and play that in um, in VR. Because <laughs> I, th- I think it would be like, I yeah. wouldn't come, you know, like in Loma, Inception, man. yeah. When, um, when like you keep going down through the layers of dreams and you can't get out, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would have been like that. Like a, I wouldn't have been able to pull myself out of like fucking hell, I love Tetris, man. That's great, I love it. So yeah, yeah. we've been just been playing. Yeah, we've just been playing loads of cool old school stuff on mm-hmm. on that service and even on the, the, the NES, like obviously on the NES side as well. There's some, some real good pro- stuff. I, yeah. Like, are there any other? I, I haven't looked in a while. Um, I just there's obviously like all the classics, old Zeldas, Mario's, yeah. um, all that shit. Uh, old um, Metroids and stuff, and yeah, and yeah. some really really good old JRPGs. But like, uh, like 
uh, what other are there any other like puzzle games like Tetris? Um, <sighs> yeah, there's I don't not know a if like puzzly stuff, but it's more not like um, uh, Bubble Bobble or Puyo Puyo or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, there's stuff like that. So, there's um, like it's it's more like stuff like Kirby's Dreamland and um, you know, sort of super stock super soccer and super tennis like stuff you remember from like yeah like they, mm. they've kept it quiet that like harvest moon like i'm just looking for the list it's like earthbound harvest moon earthworm gym oh guns. earthbound yeah so okay. like um did they put any of the old pokemon on there or not no, or, or, no. Um, well that's bit, the problem with that is it's um thing. is it game freak no yeah game freak yeah so i think it's technically it's not a nintendo game it's a Game, it's a license that Nintendo licensed out to Game Freak to make it. I think it's one of those, or sure. the, uh, no, the Pokemon right. Company. Sorry, the Pokemon Company own Pokemon, so it's um, it's like that kind of weird thing where Nintendo have a subsidiary called the Pokemon Company. So yeah, it's a weird licensing deal. I remember that from when I was working on it. It's bonkers. Yeah, yeah, because they they own it and they don't fully own it at the same time, or something weird right. like that. Yeah, it's really odd. But yeah, so yeah, no, it's just just really cool stuff on there. Like, just be able to sit there and, you know, play Super Mario World with my son, who's like got the reflexes of a seven year old. You know, so oh, yeah, they added the Game busy. Boy stuff on there recently, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, having a yeah, look yeah. at like, the stuff that's on like here. So it's actually grown out like, quite. There's some really cool stuff on there. I think it's like got the, like you say, the Game Boy, all the Game Boy stuff, all the Game Boy Color stuff, all the N64 stuff that's on there now. Yeah. But even if you just played like the SNES stuff, there's like Super Mario World, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, uh, Super Mario Kart, A Link to the Past, Super Metroid, Star Fox, F-Zero, uh, yeah. Pilot Wings is on there, Kirby Dream on 3, Kirby Dream Course, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Puyo Puyo 2, yeah. Super Soccer, fucking Breath of Fire, yeah. oh man, Super Punch-Out, Breath of Fire 2, it's just cool because obviously um, I bought it for him just to play like the Mario games essentially. But then the first all that three other stuff. Donkey Kong Country games as well. Well, this is it. So that's what that's, we're playing through. So, so we're playing for. So what we found is 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 it's slightly laggier on the Switch than it is playing it on the TV off the SNES Mini. Yeah, and and he's he actually he can feel that lag, and he said, "I don't want to play it yeah. on the Switch. I want to play it on the on the SNES Mini because it's easier to control." And that's just right. so weird to me. It's like, wow, you're, this is it. You're starting now. You're you're becoming a proper. You're starting to notice like input delay. Yeah, and it's like, wow. He's going to be demanding you get a CRT soon. This is it. This is it. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I've got one that I can possibly when we make the move to the new house. Yeah. So there might be a CRT coming, coming over with us. A nice like Sony Vega. It's finding like, did they uh, did it? Did they ever make CRTs with HDMI input? They did, right at the very end. Right at the very, right. very end, there was like a load of like plasmas and stuff that they made with... Um, the problem was is they were widescreen. So it was like really... like You could play it, but it would stretch the stretch the, sig- the 4.3 signal to widescreen. You had to kind right. of like go in and play about with the settings to then force it back. But yeah, it was... But it was very like end of end of life stuff but yeah like, I, I suppose you could just get like an old crt monitor yeah i mean i wouldn't like get to do any the sound PVM thing the sony pvm the old you know like yeah. you see in tv studios in the 80s and they had like a rack of screens in yes front of them. essentially you those are like those. the holy grail yeah. of 
Seattle, like, and they used to just throw them out back when TV yeah. stations were just getting rid of that stuff. This um, is yes, I would love to do that, but and God knows how much they would have. Like, I'm just looking on <laughs> look on eBay for CRTs I want to say they're around kind of like like for the PVMs, they're like they start at like the tiny ones are like two fifty, and they go up to like five, six, seven, eight hundred quid, depending on what they are, but. There's, then you get into all the the, the weeds of like PVM monitor. They don't they they only take like BNC connectors, some of them. So then you have to find like like wiring looms essentially. Actually, some of these aren't. Oh, that's the f- oh. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, two hundred two hundred and fifty quid isn't too bad yeah. for a Sony Triniton PVM. Yeah. So um, yeah, you're looking around like it depends what you're getting, but there's some that are like ridiculous. But yeah, like, t- like if I could get one around a two fifty three hundred mark, I'd be like, I'd be loving it. Well, they've got some. They've got some on eBay. If you wanted to go down that route, yeah. they've got. I mean, some of them are in like really really good nick. Uh, there's one here that's like going for three grand. <laughs> um, absolutely. Yeah. I was looking at the other day. Do you remember that? Um, uh, was it Sonic? Uh, the Super Mario 3D All-Stars, the game that came out and it was only out for about six months. And it was Mario, it was like Super Mario Galaxy, Sunshine and Mario 64. All uh, in one, all in one pack on a Switch. Right. And it was right. Only out oh, right, right, yeah. 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 And um, But that was like, what, 35 quid? And now I can't yeah. find it anywhere for less than like 65, 70. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, you know, it's one, one of those, it's just like, I should have got on that. When it when it first came round, mm. apologies. Yeah, I should have gotten that in the first, when it first came round. So yeah, it's just um, hindsight, mate. It's a wonderful thing. But yeah, I've been playing. It so, is. It is. So yeah, I've just been playing loads of like just mad like SNES stuff. Got on the my little Pycade machine, and I've been playing a lot of like 1943 as well. Again, another comfort game for like for me. Like one of those games I always go back to because I just I do like a you know, upsy downsy, you know, vertical scrolling shooter, that and Ikaruga and that kind of thing. You know, Dodon Patchy, yeah. if you get the uh, get the ROMs. So yeah, I got always good go back to stuff like that. That's a good shim up every now and then. Yes, yeah, it's, it's all good fun. So yeah, I've been playing that. And then um, on top of that, the only other thing I've been playing is I've been trying to crash my way for as much Final Fantasy sixteen as I can. And um, yeah, ah oh, yeah, yeah, that game's taken a. <laughs> The problem I think I've I've got with the game, is, and this isn't actually a like isn't actually about the game itself, is that I don't think I think the game is set up more for like sitting there and having good long sessions with it. So you're supposed hey, to. It's play an it. RPG, isn't this it? Is it so right? any, something like that. So where I'm chipping away and I'm probably only putting an hour, two hours into it. You know, I feel like I've done loads, and I've I haven't even scratched the surface. So like, kind of, I've got to the stage well, now that's where. Fine. It, but I think I'm probably over six hours, probably six, seven hours in, and I've now just yeah. opened up. Oh, but that's that's fine. I've like, revealed the truth. That sort of game. You know, I've revealed, revealed the, the truth. truth. This is it, right? Okay. And, um, I won't ask what that is. Exactly. Like, I, I I got it for Zoe uh, for a birthday, and she's she's got it downstairs. She's installed it, <laughs> uh, but hasn't actually played it. Yeah. No, I've watched a lot more of it than I've played, but now I'm getting into the section. Now I'm getting to the section where it feels like they're opening the doors a little bit and kind of letting you get into a bit of a open world MMO type of situation. 
and uh, yeah, sort of pushing on the the next part of the story now. So yeah, hopefully in the next few weeks I'll have a bit more to say about it. But it's um it's good fun, but it's suddenly yeah, like I say, I just feel like I'm watching it more than I'm playing it, and that's getting frustrating because mm-hmm. when I was playing the Final Fantasy VII remake, that was a lot more. There was a lot more action, a lot more combat, a lot more um tactical as well so um yeah in this i do feel like i'm just sort of butt, button mashing my way through the combat and then sitting there for another 20 minute kojima cutscene but if you're uh, only six hours in you're probably still that's it and this is the problem it is like introduced to the game this the is it right like so like, i haven't even got past the tutorial of it yet and that and that's the annoying part of it it's like kind of i can't i'm trying to not let my like my instincts is just go, oh, no, this is rubbish, and all I'm doing is button mashing and watching cutscenes. But I know that, like, give it another f- this amount again, I'm going to be fully in and just loving mm-hmm. it. So it's just that thing I've just got to kind of, no, come on, it's a Final Fantasy game. You know it doesn't get good to 15 hours in. Just get your head down and get it done. So, yeah, I just need, I think we've got a few, um, it's a kid's summer holiday, so, yeah, hopefully I can have a few days off and uh, crash through some of it. But yeah, but other than that, yeah, that's all I've been doing really. It's kind of like game club with the boy and, you know, sneaking in a few Final Fantasy 16 sessions at the moment. Fair enough, man. Yeah, There's man. nothing wrong with that. Uh, anything up on like on the gaming horizon for you that you're interested in or are you just going to keep just chipping away at Final Fantasy for the time being? Well, there's the, obviously the game that you're going to chat about in a minute. Um, but also, um, yeah, just not, not rich. You know what? I, I'm, a, I'm a little bit out of it. Um, there's not much that I'm kind of looking at and going, oh yeah, I should play that. I've got to, I've picked up Oxen Free too. So I'm obviously a big Oxen Free one fan. So and I've heard, yep. I've sort of, sort of seen the reviews both. and kind of, you know, I, I, I'm now prepared mentally that you know it may be it not might not be as like earth shattering as the first one, but I still want to play mm-hmm. it. I still want to see what where that that kind of goes, and I love that team. Like after even if it doesn't hit streams, quite. Right? Yeah, I was going to say, even if it doesn't hit quite as hard as Oxen Free 1, like, it's still probably going to be good. And two out of three ain't bad because, like, first yeah. Oxen Free and After Party were both incredible. Yeah. So uh, no, I'm, looking forward to, I'm looking forward to playing that. So I've kind of got that on the back burner ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I keep seeing deals for the, like, a Dragon Ishing. And it's like, 15 quid and I'm like oh, look, I really should pull the trigger but I've got Final Fantasy and I can't like if I'm yeah, I'm pulled away on one I'm that's it I'm never going back to it just wait just wait it'll be yeah. on Game Pass at some point just wait and then the next uh, one and then the, the next one with Richard Band's going to be out soon anyway so you know we're, we're, that, I'll be that's, into that and I'll be I don't lost. know I think that's still going to be a while away that's probably going to be until sometime next year oh I thought it was Christmas I maybe I've just got no a, no there's, a, there's another like spin off that's coming right before then with yes, there um, is with the other yeah, Kazuma Kiryu Kazuma. one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know anything about that one. Really, I saw one trailer. Yeah. Um, but that's coming first, and then the full mainline one will be probably next year. Gotcha. Um, probably, yeah, but I mean, looking forward to that. Either way. <laughs> either way. Um, all right. I'll talk about what I've been playing then. Yes, mate. Um, so on the last episode that we were on together, I tried to talk a little bit about Diablo 4 and then we lost it all because my recording stopped and we just checked that my recording is still going. It is still going. Thank yes. you very much. Um, I'm not going to go over everything I said then because I can't be bothered, even though you didn't hear it, but, uh, I really enjoy the game. It's really good. Um, we're into the first like season, 
um seasonal stuff in diablo is like um the world state changes and um there's new mechanics and new like builds and uh, uh, uh what do they call them uh there's like mods that you can put into your armor that like change right. the way that the uh, abilities work and whatnot uh, and there's a whole new like a whole new type of thing that you can slot into armor to 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 change up the way your builds work as well okay. um the way it works with that stuff is like that stuff is in the seasonal realm and your other characters are in the eternal realm. So if you want to play the seasonal stuff, you start yeah. a new character. You roll a new character and you start again, for, you start leveling that character from the big, start again from the beginning. So I, you know, I made a new, different type of character. I made a druid, whereas I'd been playing a necromancer before. Yeah. Leveling that up, got them up to like level, nearly level 70 um, so far. Uh, and there's not that, not that much of the season's gone by. I mean, it doesn't end until like mid-October, so I've got plenty of time to to chip through that and get that character to a level 100. Um, been really enjoying it. There was a big patch that came out uh, just before the season dropped, and it nerfed everybody's like stupidly over-the-top OP builds, uh, and the internet cried a lot, and they bullied Blizzard into going back on a lot of stuff that they did. I don't care one way or the other. Um, I'm not in this game to like feel feel a challenge but i also don't care if i don't really care for like min maxing and having the most stupidly over the top powerful character yeah. uh it's just a game that i play for fun um and it is good fun it's a proper good like switch your brain off put a podcast on or put a film on a second screen yeah uh and just troll through some dungeons yeah. it's a real good one that like you can just load it up jump into a dungeon <laughs> 15 20 minutes later you finished it you're a little bit more powerful you've got some more loot then you can come back later whatever it's a good like yeah. lunch break game or whatever um, sort of favor for people who don't like favor just get in do it exactly do, do some runs uh, exactly and, uh, switch break and i don't like fifa <laughs> um it's not fifa now got to remember that it's fc whatever it is f e a f c 24 what a shit name um I'm just going to open up Steam again so I can remember what else I've been playing. <laughs> so I've been playing some other stuff. Um, played a little bit of... I watched. I rewatched Dune, the Denis Villeneuve okay. uh, adaptation of the first half of the Dune novel. Um, and I was like, I've got Dune Spice War on my Steam library. I should play a little mm. bit of that. It's still in early access. Yeah. Um, but that is a fun, like, quasi-command-and-conquery sort of game uh, set on Arrakis um, with a little bit more economy management built into it than there is in, uh, in like, a you know, command-and-conquer sort of game. Yeah. Um, it's, it's developing. It's coming along nicely. I'm really, really looking forward to seeing what that game looks like when it reaches 1.0. Um, I picked up for the princely sum of £10... Uh, Battle Bit Remastered. Are you are you aware oh, of this I game? I watched a stream of this, so I actually know what this mm-hmm. is. This is this kind of weird, almost Robloxy looking, um, like battlefield game. Battlefield like shooter, exactly that. Shooter, yeah. yeah. So yeah, graphically it looks a little bit like Roblox or like um, uh, Teardown. Yes. yes. Uh, in a way, like it's all like pixely blocky sort of environment but it is a battlefield sort of game um but with because it's like much 
less graphically complicated than a Battlefield game. The number of players in a server is much bigger than is in Battlefield. Mm. And they can concentrate on the fundamentals. And they get it... This game's made by three people. And they get the gameplay right in a way that the Battlefield hasn't since... It's not got the bloat. Three or four. But it's, in some ways, this is better than any of those. So like, you got your traditional Battlefield mode. Like, you've got, like I don't know, 120 players on each team. Christ. Something stupid like that. Um, split up into squads. Mm. Uh, and you can... like. And you basically, you're supposed to go around with your squad and do what you can to help your side win, like capturing points, um, defending points, and killing the opposite uh, members of the opposition team. Mm. And you've got your different classes. You've got your assault guy, your medic, your engineer, your supply guy, and your sniper, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, The cool stuff is, like, they've changed it up. So, like, in, in like, a battlefield, you could only, like, res people if you were a medic. Yes. But in Battle Bit, you can, anyone can res another player. They just can't heal them. Right, okay. Only a medic can heal them. But like other things, that like the, 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 just to stick with just the healing. If you killed someone in Battlefield, you could just, you could, if you're a sniper, you killed someone in Battlefield, you can just sit and just stare at their corpse. Wait for a medic to run in, pop them in the head. Yeah. Then another medic will run in, pop them in the head over and over again, right? And you usually kill someone when they'd like poke their head around corner around the corner of um, some cover. So in battle bit, you walk up to a teammate, whether they're in your squad or not, and you hold the F button and you basically grab them and you can drag them into cover. Oh, nice. Okay. And then and then revive them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And like medics don't. You can't just heal infinitely. You have like a, a a limited supply of bandages and stuff like that that would then need to be resupplied by one of the characters who is like the supply class that can drop down supply wow. crates when you can get like ammo when you equipment back and and whatnot. Um, just little things like that, little like yeah. gameplay improvements on um the it's battlefield. Like take, it's like taking system. ideas from stuff like armor and battlefield and kind of then putting it into something well, way more. This, Battle Bit originally started out as like a uh, a combat sim, so like closer to an armor or something like that, okay. and then they sort of pivoted towards a battlefield more uh, sort of bent. But there's still wow. some stuff that's like armor like in there. Um, so like you get hit uh, and like you'll lose some health, but also you might start bleeding, and then you'll continue to lose health unless you like you duck into cover and bandage yourself. Mm. Um, it's it's really cool. Um, I haven't fucked around with the vehicles too much. I got in a helicopter once and crashed it, and uh, I felt real bad. And I, I haven't got back into a helicopter <laughs> since then. Because when I does. used to play, when I used to play Battlefield properly, I played it on a console. And like flying a helicopter, with the pad is one thing. Play, flying a helicopter, with the keyboard and mouse is something yeah. completely different, and uh, it did not jive with me too well. Um, it's got some fun stuff. I was talking to Nick about this on the last episode when we were talking about Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Um, about like the proximity chat in it, yeah, and it's the first time that I've in I have engaged in oh, really? a chat function uh, with complete strangers since wow. COD Four, because it has like proximity chat, um, uh, which means that like you can you, you can have like chat with within like your squad with your mm. teammates, like you're you're on comms with each other or whatever, uh, but you have proximity chat with the rest of your team, and it's it's led to some really fun moments like. 
when they're all bunched up at the beginning of a match waiting for the countdown to, to go down and everyone's like you can't move you can only look around yeah. like people are like you know playing motivational music down the down their comms or whatever and trying to get everyone in the mood and like fire everyone up for the next for the game um it's really fun like it's captured the feeling of a battlefield that i haven't had since i was gonna say yeah but the early days of battlefield 4 i was gonna say three and four yeah which was like the beginning of the ps4 generation so nearly a decade ago i was gonna say that just feels weird that like that was kind of 10 12 15 years ago or whatever it was yeah and i haven't really had that feeling in a couple of years ago but yeah, yeah, that's great though. That's great that they're bringing that there's a game out there that's kind of bringing that feeling back. Because I've missed it is, that a and lot. it's it's really good. And like it's it's um, I mean, if I go, let me have a look on the store page. Like I'm pretty sure, yeah. Recent reviews, well, all reviews are just listed as very positive. Like, um. There's really not any thumbs down reviews or anything like that. It's got very aggressive anti-cheat built in. If you are abusive or like it's it flashes up a bunch of, when you load into a game, there's like a warning message that pops up that you have to click and hold for like okay. quite a few seconds to get rid of that says like clearly like if you are abusive or mean or anything like that in any way you will be permanently banned. Like there's wow. zero tolerance for zero trauma. nastiness. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, none of that stuff. They don't like okay. it. Uh, and um, uh, let me have a look. Um, Sounds like a good laugh. Because like, I've been, I've been mastered. So it's still in early access. Yeah. Um, and in the last, uh, there's currently forty thousand people playing it. Like peak was about eighty-two thousand over the last thirty days. Nice. Uh, and this is for a game that's like not even out. Um, and it costs like not a lot. I, I, I paid a tenner. It's about like, that thirteen quid. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, but yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Because that's the thing is, I'm, I'm looking. I've, I haven't played a shooter since like the heyday of Destiny, like properly. I mean, with a it brings with it I mean? all the all the good and all the bad of a battlefield sort right. of game. In that, like, quite often you will get shot and killed, and you don't even know where you got shot from. <laughs> okay, because it's a big open battlefield, you know. Yeah. You got sniped from somewhere and you didn't even know where it was uh, or whatever. It's just that sort of game. Um, but no, I don't good. know. It's, it, yeah, it's good. It's real from good. What, from what, to um, be fair, from what I've watched, um, yeah, I've. it looks like a lot of fun. It looks very sort of, like I say, um, almost like a developer doing white box and kind of you know, getting trying to just get the maps down and playing, you know, playing with the sight lines and stuff. But... Yeah, it, it from what I've seen, it does look a, an awful lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it I, is. I was surprised it wasn't free to play. It was one of those where I looked at it and I thought, why isn't this like you know, this could make an absolute killing if it was free to mm-hmm. play with a few like skin transaction kind of. Bits I'm really glad that it's not free yeah. to play. I'm really glad that it's like pay ten ten quid, get in, that's it, and you're everything's done. Everything's there. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I don't think there's any DLC for it either. There no. might be for I know, but I don't think there is. Um, but it's only in early access, so who knows? But it's mm. it's impressive, but it's only made by three people, which is kind of nuts. <laughs> um, what else have we been playing? Uh, a little bit more Hard Space Shipbreaker. Sometimes, nice. Like, I nearly went back to I the will, Sometimes, like I just don't want to play anything complicated, yeah, um, or stressful, or high stakes, 
Yeah. And like hard space ship breaker can be high stakes sometimes, but you know what I mean? Like sometimes I just want to float through space yeah. and, and, I wanna, I wanna and like methodically an take a spaceship apart. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, I want to disengage these fuel pumps on take this coolant system out and then disconnect the, 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 um, like I cut a hole in the floor so that I can disconnect the, the um nuclear reactor, the reactor yeah, and then drop favorite. it down into the the barge before it goes critical. Um, <laughs> I want to methodically go through the ship and make sure that all of the airlocks are open, and then uh, you know, yeah, all the fuel all of lines the are bled out. before you cut one. You know, cut yeah. Something. yeah, um, and I'll just like stick a. F- like some, I'll stick a trashy film or something like that on on the second screen or a podcast yeah. or whatever, and just wallow <laughs> in my in my big comfy chair and. Oh, I see. It's, uh, so, it's the best game for that. It's the best it's, game for that. It's great. I love yeah. it. It's a one that I keep coming back to. Um, it's one of my. It's it is the the game I have played the fourth most amount of time on my Steam so, library. I think that might sneak onto my top ten list of like all time mm. games. I think. Just, just for that reason. Could be for me being, as well. Yeah, just yeah. the way it kind of, like you say, you just sit there and you, you melt away and then you've done a, done three hours and you've got something, you feel like you've achieved something, you know, and you feel a bit clever for yeah. getting around like a certain scenario or whatever. Yeah, I love it. And then, like you say, it's just that, I think you're right though, it's that thing of being able to bob around in space. So you, mm-hmm. I don't know, there's something about that that's just soothing. It's very relaxing. Yeah. If they ever get around to doing a proper VR mod for it, I will. Oh, go, I'll lose my mind. I will lose my mind because being able to play that properly in VR would be insane. Mm. Um, it'd be so good, and it's yeah. like because you're floating around in space in zero gravity, it's the sort of thing you could you could still play it sat in a chair, sat down, yeah, um, just moving your arms about to do like all the cutting and everything. Like, oh yes, man! Oh, oh yeah, please! Don't get me started. I know. Um, <laughs> I have played, how much have I played? Just under five hours of Spider-Man Miles Morales, which I picked up a while ago. Yeah. Uh, quite cheap on Steam. Um, Is it worth picking really? up? Really? It's one of those ones I keep seeing it around at the moment, and it's like, I really should pick that up before I play the I really one. like it. I really like it so far. I think I like it more than, well, I know, I don't, I don't think. I do like it more than the mainline Spider-Man game. Um, because it's it's like it's shorter, it's tighter, it's more focused. There's less open world gump. It is a standalone DLC for that game, mm. and so the story's just more focused. There's less like busy workout in the open world. There's still stuff to go and do, and yeah. there's like stealth challenges and combat challenges and swing, you know, locomotion challenges and stuff like that, and some collectibles and stuff to go out. But it's not like to the level that it was in the main Spider-Man game. Um, oh, yeah. I think I prefer... My, I think Miles Morales is a more personable, more likable character yeah. than Peter Parker. And Peter Parker is a great character in, in that that version of, of Peter Parker in that Spider-Man game is great. Um, they changed the way that Peter Parker looks. They changed yeah. his face compared they to the main more, game. They're Tom Holland, didn't they? So that's what I thought. Mm. And then I looked into it a little bit more and it's not... Is they changed his face that so he looks more like the actor who did the motion capture? Oh, okay. Yeah, and does the voice. Right. Um, okay. I know it's weird. So they they yeah. they got the guy to do the voice and the motion capture in the original, one, and then 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 changed his face to be make him look more young. I guess I don't know. Yeah. He's a little bit older in, um, 
in this a, a little bit um you know miles morales has been yeah. doing his like co-spider-manning thing for like a year <laughs> or two at this point um yeah it's really good uh he's obviously he's got like he's got different powers yeah. um like an expanded suite of stuff so i can i can see why they've decided to incorporate the venom stuff in with peter parker in the new spider-man game that's coming out because if it was just the way it was like uh his moveset would feel really limited compared to miles morales's right um because he's got like the venom stuff where he can like you know um generate electricity uh um and like and use that incorporate that, that into his into his uh, combat what was the game? What was the open world game that was like that? It starts with an I, and I can't remember what it was called now. And everyone's shouting at me. Um, and he was a bold guy, and he could fire. He, he, basically, it was like injustice. Injustice. No, no, not injustice. No, injustice. no, no, not injustice. Um, fuck. Um, infamous. Infamous. Yeah, yes. that's what it sounds like. He's on. Like, they've kind of gone down that route a little bit of. Well, it's just Miles Morales has has different powers. He's, he's yeah. bitten by a different spider, um, so he has some slightly different powers to Peter Parker. Um, mm. And for gameplay purposes, it works because like you don't want just a carbon copy cut of Peter Parker. Yeah, no, um, like you say, you've got to differentiate yeah. them. Yeah, Make, and have it a does. big differentiation between the two. Yeah, yeah, and you've got you're fighting a new sort of enemy. Um, Storyline so far is really, really good. It's really well acted. Like the, the we, you know, from playing the last one, like mm. the cutscenes and the animation and the storytelling is really, really, really great. Um, the feeling of swinging through the city is fantastic. It's set at like Christmas time, so you're swinging through like snowy mm. New York and um, yeah, Batman. it's really cool. <laughs> Classic Batman, yeah, but but Spiderman. Um, I really dig it. Really, yeah, really good. Now looking for the, the new ones out it. around my birthday, so. I might, mm. I might, I might hold off, and it's either I'm going to pick it up, and then, I've, but I've got to play it quick to then play the new one, or I might just. I don't think it's one. very long. Um, Was it sort of, what nine to ten? Oh, in my head, I want to say. How long is Spider-Man Miles Morales? Mm-hmm. Main story seven and a half hours. Main okay. story and sides twelve and a half. Completionist eighteen <sighs> hours. Yeah, I mean, I'll do it in about. So you can get it done yeah. in less than ten. Yeah, uh, which means like, it's quite expensive at full price for what it is. Uh, not to be that guy who's well, quite I mean, like, it, like game like le- game quid. length with price, but like, yeah, I think I paid fifteen or twenty quid for it. Yeah, um, absolutely worth it. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, yeah, that might get purchased. enjoying that. Yeah. Um, and the last game I want to talk about is one that only came out yesterday, and I've only been able to play about three <laughs> hours of it, literally because like I would have carried on playing it, but it was like half one in the morning, and I had to go to bed. <laughs> and that is Baldur's Gate Three. Yeah. Um, I want to know everything about this. The new game from Larian Studios, the game behind Divinity: Original Sin and Divinity: Original Sin Two. Um. They uh, so the story goes. They made Divinity: Original Sin, and it's a very D and D sort of game, but obviously not licensed D and D game. They uh, apparently made a pitch at that point to make another Baldur's Gate game, and Wizards of the Coast were like, uh, "You haven't like proven yourself enough yet, or whatever." So they go away and start making Divinity: Original Sin two. Wizards of the Coast see what their game is like in development. They're like, "Okay." You guys are the shit. When you're done with this, yeah, start working on Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. Yeah. So Baldur's Gate 3 has been in development for the last 
quite a few years. Yeah, I've nearly pulled um, the trigger a few times on the old pre pre access. Yeah, and my um the group that I play Dungeons and Dragons is I GM. I've asked him a few times, like, is it worth getting early access? And he's like, no, just wait, just wait, because mm. like you'll play like uh it's it's you know it's kind of rough. You'll you'll play for a chunk, and then the game will you'll reach the end of what what is in the early access stuff, mm. and then when it comes to the main game, more than likely it, your save will no longer be compatible. Like like happens with a lot of early yeah. access games. Hard Space Shipwreck did the same thing. Like yeah, it was a completely, one day, I was a completely in. different game. Yeah, and my save was gone, um, and that, that came to be the case. The early access saves were not compatible with 1.0 of Baldur's Gate. Right. Um, so I waited. Uh, dropped to like four o'clock yesterday. Started downloading. Jumped on after dinner. Um, and Wow. Uh, so you've played Divinity and Divinity Two yeah, to a certain that's extent, all I at least. To anyway, hear, mate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've um, played them both. Yeah, it's that, but like everything is like everything's been turned up to eleven. Like the 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 um, graphically, it is absolutely stunning. Mm. Um, the I don't know how I don't know whether the characters are f- like mocapped or anything like that, but I, I have a feeling they're just animated. Um, and the animation quality is unreal. It's, it's really? so, so immersive. Um, the, it's the gameplay is on the whole, uh, or on a very like surface level, kind of similar to Divinity original scene and it's the same, like, you know, yeah. um, isometric, isometric know, clicking around combats. Yeah, exactly. Um, the combat is like turn-based, which is what I've wanted from a D&D game for forever because that's how combat works mm. in D&D. It's turn-based. It's not, you know, real-time with like spacebar pausing like it is in Baldur's Gate 1 and 2 and Planescape Torment and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, Neverwinter Nights. Um, the, but it, it feels so D&D. Everything you do is accompanied with like dice rolls. Um, are they visible the dice rolls visible so, dice rolls right okay yeah but you can also get like support from some of your teammates right. uh, yep. that will also they will roll a dice in additional to you in addition to your dice roll and um, to try and like help you get up get that the number yeah. that you need to, to pass the check or whatever um there is like an ever-present narrator at, at all points who's narrating mm-hmm. not only like your character's inner thoughts um and like what's going on that they can't like visually represent on the screen. Right. But they're narrating in a way that like makes it feel like you have a GM. Like right. you've got okay. a games master, you've got a dungeon master. That's they really are, like, interesting. I know. It's really fucking cool. Yeah. It feels like playing D and D. Um oh, I want it. I've barely scratched the surface. The intro's really, really cool. Um I'm just sort of just starting to stretch my legs and wander around in the world. I haven't gotten to a major settlement or anything like that. Okay. The combat's been fantastic. It's still incorporating that stuff that was in Divinity where you're not only losing all of your abilities and everything like that, but like combining those with the environment. So like, oh, that character is standing in a puddle of water. Then I, when it gets to my yeah. major turn, casting you know, a lightning spell or something like that on them and they'll get electrocuted. What is a barrel full of oil standing next to this yeah. group of venues and hurl a fireball over there or whatever? And um, it's really cool. Um, the same as with the Divinity games, you can make like a completely fresh character from scratch, or you can pick like an origin character. And the origin characters are, if you don't pick one of those, then they are all people that you can find 
during the course of the game that can be companions. Okay. Right. Um, but there's also a new one, which is the one that I went with, which is the character, which is a character origin called the Dark Urge, which <laughs> instead of Sounds it being different. like a pre-rolled character, you pick the race, you pick the class and all that stuff, and you pick like, or you customize that character. But they have an origin, which is that like Calculon in Futurama, they've got explosive amnesia and they can't remember anything about their life, right. but they have this urge to murder. Right. Um, <laughs> and they have dark thoughts. You have like intrusive yeah. dark thoughts that the narrator, like the GM, I was GM, say, does whatever, that come up like um, in Disco yes. Elysium type situation? Yeah. Every time you're talking to a character, like almost every time you're talking to a character uh, of any import, Mm. Uh, and even some just like random like NPCs you have a conversation with because so far every single character I have come across no matter how inconsequential fully voiced wow um, yeah I fuck knows how long I don't know if that's going to be a thing all the way through if it is yeah. my god that's impressive yeah. but uh, yeah the, the, like the, the dark urge this urge to like maim and murder is always there at the back of my character's mind and so I'm yeah. fully leaning into the um I'm playing a paladin, but he's like an oathbreaker paladin. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, who like doesn't follow his path because he can't resist the urge to just. Yeah, he's, murder he's fighting everything. against his own. He's being a paladin because he's fighting against his only urges to you know. Exactly. That's the only way he can yeah. hold it back, right? Okay. That's yes. Great. I love that. Um, Conflict. And it's it's really fucking good. All of the char- side characters, like the companions that I found so far um have been really really interesting but like the conversations that they have amongst themselves as you're walking around the world are great um when you you do like your traditional like um D thing of like you can take a short rest at oh, any right, point yeah. and recover some of your health points and some of your like your spells because like for like D rules and whatnot you have uh like say you've got a mage character they can only have a certain number of spells prepared yeah. Um, and some of those will have like a charge or whatever, yeah, uh, and safe. like other characters' abilities. And the only way to refresh those, yeah, yeah, and the only way to refresh those then is to take like a long rest. And to do the long resting is literally like you, you set up a camp, uh, and then it's like, you know, you're in a chilled out sort of. It'll just be like they set up a camp wherever they are, whatever environment mm. they're in, and then you can wander around and have like conversations with your with your companions and get to Sounds know them a, a little like bit better a, and try dragon, and uncover the like dragon, the age. dragon quest stuff, the dragon, the dragon, uh, yeah, the dragon age stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially I remember that stuff from dragon age origins, but yeah. it's like every character that I found so far has some sort of secret. There's something that they're not <laughs> divulging. Uh, and I guess quite a lot of your interactions with those characters throughout the game is trying to get to the bottom of what is their secret. Uh, what is it that they're hiding? Yeah. Wow. Um, but I, I know it. almost nothing about the main story. I've like you just literally hours, dipped your toe into it, yeah. Literally just dipped my toe into it. I only got to play it for a little while last night before I had to go to bed. Uh, as soon as we finished here, I'm jumping straight back in. Good man. I'm going to try and play some more over the weekend. But <sighs> Is there co-op in this one as well, like the others? Yep. Oh, mate, yep. Yeah, I think up to four people, I think. Oh, you and I got to um, do that. Nick okay. has already bought it. He sent me a picture of it downloading onto his Steam Deck. Oh, well, um, right. all three of us have got to do it. We've got to have a little side game somewhere because that's there. Uh, I'm, I'm bang up for that. 
many players can play. Multiplayer, up to four people can play. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Oh, because four is the maximum party size. Party size, yeah. Or whatever. So, yeah. And, and you can do the same sort of thing. Like, um, I've been, Zoe's been looking at it, like, uh, when I was playing it last night, it's like, oh, it's kind of, it's kind of neat. Um, <laughs> I think she might pick it up on PS5 at some point. There is yeah, no cross-play. Really see how that plays. On there's, a, well, there's no cross yeah, um, I think some preview people have played it uh, mm. on console. There's no cross-play between PC and console, unfortunately, but there is like yeah. cross-save, so you can like play across platforms okay. if you want. But I might play some like split-screen co-op with Zoe. Be great. Yeah, because um, you can do the same sort of thing. Like everyone's like wandering around together, um, like you could in Divinity. Your team's running around together, or you can like. You can Split click the, the button to like to like unlock everyone from each other, and then they can all go off in their own directions. Wow. Um, oh, yeah, um, it's it's knowing, knowing what uh, I know about sold. like original Sin two, and yeah. kind of like having like I've been following it quite closely, uh, knowing it's coming out like this week, and it's just like yeah, it's just everything it I've has sold like just, mad, yeah. Um, let oh, me just mate. check where it is now because well, it's no, it was like taking uh, like it was literally bogging Steam down for a while because so many people um, were trying to download. My it. download speed last night was capped out at um ten, wow. um right, ten okay. gigabytes, uh, ten megabits a second, uh, which is like well a tenth of my download speed, uh, just because the Steam servers couldn't cope with doing it any any faster. Um. It is currently there are currently five hundred and ninety one thousand people playing it on Steam. <laughs> Brilliant! It's fucking nuts for an isometric RPG. I know PC. it's insane. It's I think this it? might be the biggest PC game of the year. Yeah, I was going to say I'm I'm desperately I'm I'm in that stage now where it's August and I'm like I need to play some games for game of the year because mm-hmm. I've got a list but that list is not at the moment currently doesn't have enough games on it. To qualify, so I've got to uh, get into mm. it. So yeah, this needs to go on that list pretty sharpish, I think. Yeah, for sure, nice. man. Yeah, getting it. Um, it's real good, real, yeah. real good. Oh, I, might, I might have to do that then later. Yeah, I might let it, let, let let the you know the Steam servers to uh, you know get back up and running, and then I'll I'll get it downloaded. I think. Yeah. Awesome. I um, just rem- on the back of that, I've just remembered mm-hmm. that I played another game. Did I talk to you about Crusader Kings? Uh, a little bit. I've talked to actually a couple of people in my D and D group about this because one of them picked it up, and I was like, I tried to play Crusader Kings two, I think, yeah, a while ago, uh, and I, I, I like, I tried to clamber up that steep like on ramp, that steep yeah. learning curve at the beginning, and I, I got nowhere. Well, I've got. I'm like, uh, I'm looking at Epic Game Store at the moment, and like, free game on there from August 10th is Europa Universalis four, and it's like. That's another one of that sort of game. It's like it looks incredible. the The barrier to entry is so high for a dum dum like me <laughs> that I don't know if I'll ever get into oh, it. Don't worry, mate. I'm a dum dum. But I, I was basically, long story short, I got drawn in by a couple of guys uh, on a stream um, playing Crusader Kings three, and I was just like, I want to play this so badly. So um, yeah, I ended up picking it up, and um, <laughs> I picked it up. I, I started playing at half past eight one day. And at three mm-hmm. thirty in the morning, which is unheard of me for me, um, mm. I'd, I'd, I'd basically become the um, 
the Duchy of Ireland. Right. Um, yeah, so basically I owned most... I was King of Ireland and I had the Duchy of Ireland. And, but the problem is is that I was almost about to die. So I had to... So yeah, long story short, I built up my empire on Ireland. I'd taken over most of Ireland. I'd managed to get the... I think it's the Duchy of Ireland. But the problem was is the way that the duchies are handed down, they're not handed down through matrilineal lines. So it would have been one of the other ex-rulers of one of the other, like Lemster or Munster or wherever, would have taken on that duchy and then they could have been king, not my son. So I had to basically declare war to then become king of Ireland because then once I was king of Ireland, I could pass it down through my, like, lineage to my sons mm-hmm. and then build from there and to do that but like every turn like every single like every time it ticked over another day and I, like i was just waiting for my my king my original king to you know pop his clogs it's like come on come on like win this war so yeah it was out it's, it actually has once you get into it luckily i'd watched those streams and i kind of got an idea of how you do some of the basic systems and if you get your head around that, it is such a fun game. Really is Yeah, fun. like, I th- I'm sure, like, all of those games, like, I was chatting to um, uh, someone I know uh, at a barbecue recently, and he'd been talking about how he'd been playing a lot of um, Stellaris, I think. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and it's another one of those games, Stellaris, Uni- Europa Universalis, yeah. Crusader Kings, um, to a certain extent... No, no, Total War's still much simpler than that because yeah, I could simple. play Total War games. Yeah. Um, like, once you get into them, they, I'm sure they're, like, incredibly rewarding. But it's, just it's, doing, yeah, it's, just it's doing not easy like, to get in because no, there's so not. much. Like, you're learning so many systems at the beginning. The thing but, is, is you kind of have to go in with the mindset of how I did was, like, right, I'm just going to go through this and if I fail, I fail. If I don't, I don't. And then I can just start a new save and start somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And and or I can start in the same place, but then maybe learn from my previous save and see what I can do. But and and that's how I kind of looked at it. Is that don't look at it as like you just go in and then that's your one run through it, and you're just gonna like football manager. So mm. Don't look at it like football manager. Look at it like you can have multiple saves and you can kind of play about with stuff. And um, yeah, that's the way I'm sort of taking it. More of a uh, like sort of planet zoo approach. Oh, this is my zoo where I look up where I do nothing but African elephants. This is my zoo where yeah. I do you know whatever. But that's that's the way I'm looking at it. But um, yeah, it's um, like just getting into the whole kind of like right. Who do I marry off in my court or my sons to then, you know, get allegiances with certain other people? So like at one point, I'd married off one of my daughters to the king of belgium's son but because now we were tied family wise we had an allegiance where if i was attacked all these like i only had say like 200 troops he's got like two and a half thousand troops so he would Mm -hmm. send a big you know army over into ireland and be stationed with me to kind of like you know basically anytime i was attacked they'd go in and do all my dirty work for me and right. it's just like all that kind of stuff. And like you have spy masters and you can try and dredge up information about, right, well, I want to be Duchy of Ireland. Like what other duchies can you fake for me to say I have a fake claim for? Or, 
you know, someone's trying to plot to kill me, find out who it is, and, um, you know, we'll put them to the sword or put them in the jails or, you know, um, like, what's other things like you can use the spy master to create, like, find out hooks on other people. So, like, blackmail and that kind of stuff. And then mm. you can use that to then, to your advantage somewhere down the line to do a land grab or earn some more tax, make them make you more tax money or this all this kind of stuff. And it's just, yeah, all of it is just, once you get in and you see all those little systems that are all all in there and you can have a play with them and, like, just do mad, you know, you can troll people or, you know, just do crazy stuff. It's just yeah. so much fun. But like you say, you've just got to get over that initial hump. And if you can find like That's a really good thing. tutorial to just, just get you into it, it's, yeah, honestly, I had so much fun with it. But that's the other worry where I've got is like I've, I worried that even if that's it, excuse me, even if I did get through that like initial like thug of of understanding, because mm. um, you only like, need to be teaspoon deep to have a lot of fun. Yeah, with it. but yeah, but like it, you say. But then really I worried that further. like I'd get super <laughs> like super lost in it, and yeah. then that would be it. And like, there's too many games to play. That's it. Like my backlog is fucking stupid. Um, so yeah, you can't have you can't have Baldur's Gate and Crusader Kings. Baldur's Gate's <laughs> going to take me point. from now until like the end of the year to finish probably. Mm. Yeah, that's going to be a big old game because like <laughs> I like my brain is broken and I have to explore every single nook and cranny. Yeah, um, find every scroll, exhaust every dialogue option with every character. Try and and I already know that like there's so much stuff. I've already come across stuff. But like I can't do, um, okay. because I just don't have the right, you know, I don't have the right characters in my party with the right particular skills. Like I found a cow that was <laughs> suspicious. Like my perception meant that I could pick, I could pinpoint because the cow was suspicious. To animals, yeah. Can't figure out why, because right. I can't talk to animals and I can't detect magic. <laughs> um. I and like, it's, so I know that like, there's going to be like this. Apparently, there's there's a, there's a stupid number of endings. Most yeah. of them probably like very very small variations on a handful of endings, whatever. But there's a lot of a lot of ways that game can play out. Mm. It's from from what people have been saying, like uh, who got like hands on. It looks like it's pretty pretty well built to you know repeated plays with different characters. That's to great. experience the game in different ways and whatever. So I uh, fuck knows we're going to be finished with that. <laughs> yeah. You know. Right. Anyway, uh, I want to play some more of it. So yeah. let's wrap this up. Yes, mate. Uh, we forgot to talk about what free games are available in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a whole bunch of stuff that's available through um, through Amazon Games and Game Pass and Epic Games Store. But the only one you need to hear about is that currently, until August 10th, on Epic Games Store, you can download Loop Hero which is like the quintessential lapsed gamer game. It's a a game where you literally like you your character you select a character and they go out and they they run around a loop and they come across enemies and they fight them automatically um and then you get loot as you're going through and literally the only thing you're doing while your character is running around killing enemies is like equipping better equipment and doing some like resource management stuff. On yeah, the side, and then deciding Zelda game, isn't it? It's very yeah. It's a very light clicker sort of game. Um, your main thing is like 
you, is deciding when to cut your losses uh, and like get out. Yeah, because it ramps up with um, more difficulty. Like there's more enemies. Every, com- yeah. every complete loop, it gets more and more difficult. Mm. Um, and then eventually, like you might come across a boss, uh, and the boss will kill you. And you'll lose like a chunk of the materials that you got because then th- when you finish the loop and you get out, uh, finish the run even, and you get out, like the materials that you've collected can then be used to like upgrade your base back at home, which will then make your, which will, you know, produce buffs or whatever, which makes your next run a little bit more productive. Yeah. Um, That's a great It's game. very, very relaxed. Um, because it's, it's like it, it, it runs itself basically. Uh, it, but it's it's super cool. It's super addictive. Um, yeah. it's very fun. It's very easy to play. There's like the barrier of entry from for like skill is so low. Um, it's it's fantastic. It's an excellent game, and it's completely free. All mm. you need is an Epic Game Store account. And there's it. no like catches. You don't. It's no subscription fee or anything like that. Get on it. It's one of the one of the best games I've played. In a long time, I love Loop Hero. I've played a stupid amount of it. <laughs> like it is my go-to game to play when I've got like, um, you know, like a like a, a long like all staff briefing or something like that on Microsoft Teams. <laughs> love it. Uh, and it's just going to be listening to people chatting, um, and like I don't need to concentrate on it that hard. I'll stick Loop Hero on and play in the background. Just leave it on um, in the corner. Love it. Please, I hope no one from Warwick hears this podcast. Um, but I yeah, absolutely do uh, not do that. I do not do that. That was parody. <laughs> I do not do that. I always concentrate one hundred percent at every staff briefing. Um, in my lunch breaks, yeah, I might play some Loop Hero. I definitely don't do it during teams meetings. During teams meetings, right? Yes. Okay. At least we've got that established now. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, my lawyer has advised <laughs> me to say. Um, yeah, Loop Hero, fantastic. Get on it. Right. It's real good. But that's that's like there's some other games as well, but that's the only one you need. Yeah. Definitely. You'll love it. Soundtrack is great as well. Really good music. Mm. Um Yeah. Uh have you got any other business? No, not from me, mate. No, nothing from mm. me either. Well, thank you very much for joining me, Chazzy. Always a pleasure to chat to you. Oh, it was great. Enjoy Thanks the cricket much. on, uh, when are you going, Sunday, Monday? Saturday. Saturday. This coming, yeah. well, it's in tomorrow. 12th, Saturday the 12th. Oh, right, a week so, tomorrow. A week tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, enjoy the cricket. Will do. Thank you. Um, Thanks very much, dear listener, for listening to this episode. We kept this one down to a, quite a reasonable time, around about exactly. an hour, which is nice. Sound like um, us. Yeah. Very, very succinct. Succinct, but now we're dragging out the end. Succinct. Yeah, I know. I fucking shut up, Mark. All right, thanks very much. Bye. Bye.